You are listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about warm-up, but a different mindset, a different approach to a typical volleyball warm-up. And this is the idea of using multi-skill games. And it's a concept that I'm starting to do more and more in our gym, and it's a, a something that I see a lot done in European countries, and I've gotten a lot of ideas from talking to European coaches about this. Not to say that we don't do this in North America, but it's something that I want to bring to the pod and just share some thoughts and some drills that you can do to emphasize this um, this kind of philosophy. So this is an episode you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 186 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there? Another week of volleyball where many of us are back from the holiday break here in, well, in Canada at least. And I know in the U.S., uh, similar, very similar situations out there. I don't know how it is in other parts of the world, but happy to be back in the gym with our team after a little bit of a, a nice holiday break. And um, a couple things, uh, let's let's talk about a couple things. So first, uh, I want to thank everyone that came out to the volleyball workshop that I hosted this past weekend. It was incredible. Um, I, I got a chance to you know walk coaches through a system on how to create successful programs by becoming a more efficient coach and we talked about stuff like player development practices and seasonal planning and things like that and I gotta tell you coaches that uh, that showed up that participated in the workshop the breakthroughs and the results that I saw uh, happen in real time was incredible not to mention um, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback Uh, from a lot of coaches. So thank you for providing that feedback to start. And I'm really happy and grateful that you were able to take a lot away from it. You know, that's the whole point of doing these free workshops is so that we can help grow this game and and you can learn tangible things to take back to your gym, very similar to, you know, what we talk about on, on, uh, on the podcast. So I'm really, really excited and happy that people got a chance to, uh, you know, to come out and, and we had over 800 coaches sign up for the workshop over uh, over three days. And it was the same session all three days, but it was it was incredible. So if you were there, thank you. Um, and, and, you know, reach out via Instagram and let me know what, how you thought, you know, let me know how you felt about it. Let me know what, what you thought about it. You know, I love hearing, getting feedback and uh, even ways that I can improve it. You know, I'm always looking to make make them better. So yeah, and you, you uh, if you're listening to this before January 10th, you would have heard in the preamble that Digital Volleyball Academy is open, which is nice. I only open it a handful of times a year. Uh, it's my signature mentorship program for volleyball coaches where I basically get to get a chance to work with them and teach you how to build a volleyball program. And the way I like to describe it, it's like a volleyball university. Uh, you enter DVA and there's a curriculum that I have in place that I've built out because you know, I, I know the journey of a volleyball coach. And in DVA, we have different stages where you can find yourself and know and learn what you need to do to get to the next level. And we have all the trainings in there for you. 
Uh, and not on, uh, in addition to, you get the support from myself and we do coaching calls and things like that. So yeah, super excited. If you're a coach out there interested, uh, I can't wait to get a chance to work with you in DVA and doors close uh, on January 10th. All right. So let's get to today's episode. You know, I should probably introduce myself. Sorry for new coaches. Welcome to the podcast. My name is coach Brian Singh and I'm the host of the podcast. And to my regular listeners, you know what? As always, thank you so much for tuning in where the goal, like every other week, is to deliver value, tangible, step-by-step strategies that you can take back to your gym and apply right away. And I'm hoping today we can do that. And now the this this the uh, the idea of this episode stemmed from I get a chance to work with I get a chance to speak to a lot of coaches all over the world. You know, I'm very, very lucky with the platform that I have, you know, via the Instagram, the podcast, as well as being a college coach. And working with a lot of national coaches, I got a chance to connect. And this is why I love bringing this to the podcast because sometimes coaches that are listening may not get a chance to hear the European perspective versus the American perspective versus the Canadian perspective, etc. And talking to a lot of European coaches, I, I've noticed that there is a culture over there of using multi-skill games to warm up. And not to say that that's not happening in North America, but... I don't see it as much over here as I do see it over there. Now I know that it is this this philosophy does happen in a lot of gyms that I've been in, so it's not like it's not, but I want to just share with you what this means. So instead of a typical, you know, pepper on one side or pepper over the net or a a, a, a volus like volleyball tennis, you know, typical warm-up games like that. Uh, those are those are fun and they're good. <clears throat> the 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 notion that I've been seeing a lot from the European coaches is using multi-skill games in your warm-up. And multi-skill means is playing games that require you to do multiple different things, like multiple different skills. And what's even more creative and a, a shift that I've adapted is whatever skill that you need to work on on your team, that's the skill that you want to be emphasizing in these games, okay? So I'm going to go through a couple different games or a couple different drills that have this multi-skill identity. Now, because this is a podcast, I'm going to be describing them. So you're going to have to really draw it out. If you're if you're driving, you're going to want to come back to this. But if you're not driving or on a run or, or anything like that, you might want to draw this out so you can understand uh, what I'm describing, okay? So let's start off with my favorite multi-skill game uh, that I saw. Now, I actually got this from uh, a team out in Finland. Uh, one of my former players, Danen, is on a team in Finland. And this was a drill that, and, and this was a drill he shared with me. And by the way, um, a lot of my players and coaches, I get drills all the time. So I have a, I have a ton of them. And, and, you, and like I said, and you've heard me say this, drills don't make you a championship coach. So please don't get, don't, I don't want to have mixed messaging here. Knowing more drills does not make you a championship coach. It's the philosophy behind the drill. It's the way it's the way you're thinking about drills in your gym that make you a championship coach. So a lot of these drills that I'm going to share with you are derived from drills that many coaches do anyways. It's just taking a simple drill that every coach knows and putting a twist onto it, making it, you know, catering it to your team. That's the art of drill design and that's the art of being a championship coach. So anyways, um, here's a drill for you. Drill number one, okay? So it's three on three volleyball. All right, three on three volleyball. You can have a champion side, you can have a challenger side. And the ball is entered with like an underhand serve. Okay, so it's, we're not trying to ace. We're just trying to get the ball over. All right. And this drill requires five touches 
before it goes over. All right, so interesting, right? So it might say five touches before it goes over. Wait, what is that? What's going on here? So three-on-three -three volleyball, um, when the server serves the ball over the net, you're going to have two passers and one setter, in theory, okay? And again, it's an easy serve, so it's not like we need to cover a lot of court. It's an underhand serve. So you have two passers, and you have one uh, setter. And it doesn't have to be a setter, by the way. It could be anybody, all right? And this is a really cool drill that works on out-of-system out system attacking. It works on out-of-system setting, and it works on playing the ball off the net, and I think that's a lost art that we need to continue emphasizing on. So one of the three things that we're working on in our gym right now is out of system setting, out of system hitting, as well as playing balls off the net. We want to put in, we want to start putting an emphasis on any ball. It should be a playable ball, especially on ones off the net. So server serve loves the net. You have two passers. The passers pass to a setter. So once that ball goes up to the setter, the setter now has to set the ball into the net. Okay, see that? The setter has to set the ball into the net, okay? And then you have to have one of the two players that are back row, okay? Normally, it's going to be the one who didn't pass the ball. The person who didn't pass the ball is going to be there covering. And they have to cover behind the attack line. In theory, they have, sorry, I shouldn't say cover behind the attack line. They have to bump the ball back out behind the attack line because out of system setting comes from behind the attack line. So they bump the ball behind the attack line, okay? Then one of the other two players is going to set a high ball and then you're going to get an attack. And then the other side is now defending. So you can have one blocker on the other side. Okay, without a doubt, you can have one blocker on the other side and then they try to block, they funnel, they dig, dig up, Setter then sets the ball into the net, and we keep doing this. So it's five touches. So the first ball is a pass. The second ball is a set into the net. The third ball is a, is a, is a dig off the net. So we're digging out into the backcourt. The fourth ball is an out-of-system set. And then the fifth ball is an attack over the net. Okay? Now, what's really cool about this drill is we can, we can, we can do the different things with this drill. So let's say, for example, that... Remember, the ball has to be set behind the attack line because it's an out-of-system ball. So if, if a ball is set into the net and it's dug up and not behind the attack line, then you can reset it. But in, in, in order to reset it, you can, hit, you can volley the ball back into the net again. So it gets really creative here. So now we can volley the ball back into the net and then we can try a second opportunity to dig the ball out. And then when we dig the ball out, we get a high ball set and we score. Now, what about this? Let's say, for example, that the high ball set isn't a good set and you are not going to get a good attack on it. Well, what you can do if you want to be creative is you can volley it back into the net and reset again and try to dig out a system set and then swing. So I love this drill because it emphasizes and it, it, it promotes, you know, utilizing touches off the net high ball out of system, and everybody can do this. It doesn't matter if you're a middle. doesn't matter if you're a setter. You don't have to have a setter at the net setting. You could have a middle trying to put the ball off the net. You can have middles that are out of system setting. So I would recommend, if you're going to do this drill, I would recommend uh, setting up the, the players ahead of time so it's not lopsided. You know, putting them, uh, not having, like, you know, all left sides on a, on a line and all middles on a line. You know, I would, I would spread it out. So it's even so that you can get good rallies in because that's at the end, that's what you want to do. 
And I, I love this. I would do this for like 15 minutes as a warm up. It's really good. At the beginning, it might be kind of rough, but once they get the hang of it, you're going to see a lot of cool things happen from this drill because, it, again, it's a multi skill drill. They're doing a lot of cool things at the net. Okay. And the next one I want to share is, and I, I think I mentioned it on the podcast before. This is what I got from Spra four on four at the net. Okay, using two thirds of the court. So if I'm repeating myself, I apologize. But again, it's just the it's just the idea of warming up using multi skill games. This is we're trying to I'm trying to share this idea with you. So four on four, okay, it's four on four. It's all net play, all right. And you're only using two thirds of the court. So a, a third of the net, really. You're not even using half the net. A third of the net, and um, like not much, not far deep. Like you know. I don't even know how, I would say what, if you're nine meters, like seven meters deep, something like that, if it's a nine meter court, you know, and the goal is it's four on four at the net. Anything goes. You could have four blockers, you could have three blockers, you could attack, you do anything goes, but you have to play the ball at the net. And since it's a shorter court, it's not like they're going to be swinging really hard deep. They're trying to score at the net. So, uh, and it's four on four so that you can cover the area. And what you're going to find is at the beginning, it's going to be a little rough, but then you're going to find players starting to figure out how to start playing the ball at the net, using their hands, throwing the ball a little bit, hitting the ball, rolling the ball, tipping, you know, swinging off hands, like all these great things start happening at the net and it gets really competitive. So we're using a ton of different multi-skills here. You're working on ball control. You're working on net play. You're working on a variety of different shots. Um, you're doing a ton of different things here and it's a lot of fun. And the players love it. So again, um, you might do like 10 minutes of three on three, five touches. You may do another 10 minutes of four on four at the net, and then you can start practice. There's a 20-minute multi-skill warm-up. And a lot of these European coaches, when I ask them how long they warm up for, they'll tell me like 30 minutes. They'll do 30, in a two-hour practice, they'll do 30 minutes of multi-skill warm-up games. Then they'll then they might transition to like 30 minutes of skill development or whatever skill they're working on, 30 minutes of wash, and then 30 minutes of game. Like a, that's a typical like two-hour practice if you think about it. So, you know, these are fantastic ways of um of, of getting started. All right. Okay, so here's the third one. Here's a third really cool multi-skill drill that I like. So three on three, right? Okay, three. Okay, let's do it. Three on three. Let's start with that. Um Everybody has a ball in their hand, okay? So three on three, everyone has a ball in their hand, okay? At the net, there are two targets, a target on one side, a target on one side. So there's four players on the court, but it's three on three, okay? So everybody has a ball in their hand. Three players have a ball in their hand in the backcourt. Three players have a ball in their hand on the other side. And then there's two targets at the net, all right? The coach can initiate the ball in. When the coach initiates the ball in, we're bumping back and forth, okay? So it's like volleyball, tennis, volleys. We're bumping back and forth. But here is the here is the kicker. Before you bump the ball, you already have a ball in your hand. So you have to toss that ball in your hand to the target, bump the ball over the net, and then the target will pass the ball back to you. And you keep doing this back and forth until someone scores, until someone you know, mess either someone's either someone scores or someone messes up the throw and catch, and you and just just the element of having a ball in your hand and tossing it to the target before you then have to execute the you know the bump over the net. That's a really cool added element. That's a, that's a skill set. That's tossing the ball and then really quickly having to read get get your platform back to it and then get the ball back. So just that little element 
of tossing the ball to a target. I, I really love this one. This is really cool. I, th- I thought this was really creative. <clears throat> um, it's just, you know, adding in another level of difficulty for you to be able to put that ball over the net. So I thought that was really cool. Again, multi-skill, multi-skill. That's what we're working on. And the fourth one that I'll share with you, um, I don't, I th- I'm pretty sure I've shared it with you. I, I, I picked this one up as well last year. Is high ball continuous? I love high ball continuous, and I think it's it's so valid. It gets everybody involved. So here's the way that high ball continuous works. It's five on five volleyball. There's no middle attack. Okay, so five on five volleyball. Nobody is in position three, and all that it is is a controlled drill. So ball is entered into one side of the court, okay, set to the left side, and the left side swings at 50 to 60%. So it's not a hard swing, and it's a controlled swing. You want the other team to dig the ball up. And this is a great drill to warm up the shoulder and warm up the court, warm up your defense, right? Just really, really simple warm-up drill. But we're doing multi-skill stuff. So we're getting out-of-system setting in. We're getting out-of-system hitting in. We're also getting ball control in. Now, there's no blocking. You can add blocking if you want, but there's no blocking. So here, let let me just walk you through the drill, then I'll talk about different variations. So five-on-five volleyball, down ball comes in, set to the left side. Left side attacks the ball at 50 to 60% into the defense. After the left side attacks the ball, everybody rotates. So left side will come off. You could have someone enter into position two to be the new setter, and then uh, everybody, and then the person in position two rotates to position one. Position one rotates to six. Six rotates to five. Five rotates to four, and then four comes off. So everybody rotates around. Okay, that way, everybody gets multiple touches. Everybody has to set. Everybody has to hit. Everybody has to dig, and and, and it's really, You get to see like our when we started doing this high ball continuous, our middles their ball control increased tremendously. It was fantastic. We had rookie middles who have never worked on ball control and it was really bad at the beginning. But after like four to six weeks, their ball control was getting really, really good because they were now being intentional. They were learning how to control the ball. And also learning how to control the ball from overhead, like overhead ball control. You you have to put the ball in and put the ball in at 50 to 60% so we can dig the ball. So, you know, things like that. Now, if you want to do some modifications of this, you can throw in, you can have libs stay stationary. So out of five, libs are only in, in five, and then everybody rotates around the lib. So you enter from position two, and you go to one, and then you go to six, and then you go to four, and then you come out. Um, you could maybe have setters stay stationary if you want setters to control the ball. Setters stay in position uh, two, and everybody rotates around. So you enter from one now, you go one, six, five, and four, or one, six, and five, and four. So you can do a little different variations from this. Um, one of the other variations we do too is we then enter a block. So now you have a block involved. So before there was no blocking. So whoever is in position two is blocking. And after they block, they then come to posi- they then rotate back to position one. And the reason this is also great is because it's a one on one and you're just controlling the ball. So you should not be getting blocked. You know, it should be you should be looking at the block and going around the block to control the ball and hit it into the defense. So just a simple like high ball continuous, we're now adding variations into it. And then that's where you get more creative and then you're adding different multi-skill elements. Now we're hitting around a block, digging, setting out a system ball, attacking with a block. So a lot of different variations, but again, very, very um, intentional. And we're working on the skill of the athlete and it's just warm up. 
And, and these are just simple examples of things. So one of the things that you got to start thinking about now is what, what are the skills that you're really weak at and you want to get? Now, how can we gamify those into multi-skill stuff? And a lot of the stuff I'm sharing with you stems from very simple, like like the high ball continuous is a simple, simple warm up. The the um the three on three where you're passing to uh you're throwing the ball in your hand to a target before you bump the ball over the net, that stemmed from volleyball tennis or volus. So all of these little creative changes to these games all stem from basic drills that you guys have all done. We're just putting a, a nice creative twist onto it. Okay, so let me review these four and I can continue going on and on and about other drills, but I want like these are just four four uh, thoughts to get your brain going. And also, I you know, Im- implement these in your gym too. Like, don't get me wrong. You absolutely want to implement these in your gym and, and have fun with it. And your athletes are going to have a blast with it because it's warming up. It's fun. They and you're, and you're working on the skill too without without real without getting, you know, working on ball control is boring. You know, without doing repetitive ball control drills, they're having fun here at the net, doing some great things. And if you have the ability to have two courts, they're going to get way more reps um, because you can split them up even more. Okay, so let's do let's do the recap. So we have the three-on-three, five touches. Okay, this is probably the more complicated one, but it's very, very uh, useful. So three-on-three, you underhand serve it in, two passers and one setter. And again, anyone can be the setter, anyone can be the passer. And once the ball is passed to the setter, the setter is going to set off the net. And then the, the then after um, the setter sets off the net, we're going to dig the ball out. And it has to be dug behind the attack line. Okay. Then you're going to get an out-of-system set to uh, any one of the two players that are, not, that are hitters now. And then you're going to swing over. Okay. So ball is passed to setter. Setter sets off the net. It's dug off the net to an out-of-system ball it's set from backcourt to a frontcourt attacker who's now going to swing. And then the, the defending team will have one blocker blocking, and then you'll have to play defense. Okay. Now, the really cool thing about this is you can reset it any time. So if the dig off the net is not behind the attack line, then volley it right back into the net and reset and try to dig it again. If the set is not a great set and you can't swing, then volley it right off the net, reset, and uh, try to get another good ball. So it's it, it, so all of this is ball control. It's getting multiple touches. It's ball control, and and it's a creative way of getting a lot of players involved and 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 getting everyone to work on all the skills. We want our especially our middles. Our middles never get a chance to do any of this stuff. We want our middles to work on setting off the net, digging off the net, high ball outside, and swinging. We want to get them doing this. Okay. Uh, four on four at the net. So four on four, everything goes. There's no front court or back court. But remember, using a third of the net and then like seven meters backcourt. So that's what we want. And you can do like, you know, you're, and you're going to see players start swiping. You're going to see players start hitting some some quick attacks even, you know, all these great things. Okay. Uh, then we talked about three on three where everybody starts with a ball in their hand and, and a coach can enter the ball into a player. And it's, it's just like volleyball tennis. It's volus. It's bumping back and forth. However, before you bump the ball, you have to toss the ball in your hand to the target, bump the ball over the net, and then the target will pass the ball back to you. Okay, so another creative way of doing this. Very, very creative way of a same volleyball tennis drill that everybody does, but now we have to toss a ball to a setter or to a target before we bump it over the net. I, I really like that one. That's really creative. And then the last one is high ball continuous, which I, I think I've mentioned on the pod before. But if you haven't heard of me talk about it, it's uh, an amazing one. I, lo- I probably out of all of these, this might be one of my favorite ones because 
It is the ball stays alive. Everybody is rotating in and out to get touches on it. So it's five on five volleyball. Okay. When the ball goes over, everybody rotates. So two goes to one, one goes to six, six goes to five, five goes to four, and then four comes out. And all it is is dig, high ball to the left side. Left side has a 40 to 50% or 50 to 60% swing, and it's a controlled swing to the defense. And the jo- your job is to keep the ball alive. Keep the ball alive. That's your job. And that way we can just enter the ball in. Everybody can set, everybody can swing, everybody can dig, and we're great. And if you want to modify this, you can have the libero stay, you can have setter stay. Um, you could also add in a block. So whoever's in position two blocks the ball, and that way they're working on now hitting around a block. You know, like things like that. We can add all these elements in as well. Okay? All right. Perfect. I hope you guys got a chance to uh, learn some new drills here. Um, start... More importantly, thinking about the philosophy of multi-skill games. How can you incorporate skills that you need to work on in your practice as a warm-up using gamification to have it to make it more fun? And, and, and again, you're going to work on the skills. And just talking to these European coaches, and uh, when they start shifting this philosophy of using multi-skills, the the the, the skill, like the skill, the in, the raw skill of all the athletes, exponentially went up because they were now doing it so much and doing it in a fun way where it didn't feel like work. It was like automatic and their ball control went through the roof. So a different creative spin on ball control, but I love it. Absolutely love it. And again, working on the skills that you need to work on. All right. Coaches, for those of you that are interested in DVA, you got, you got a couple days to sign up for that. Wednesday doors are closing. If you're listening, it's before January 10th. So you just go to digitalvolleyballacademy.com and get registered there. Um, if you want to reach out, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Instagram is the best way. Brian Singh underscore Coach B. It's also in the show notes. Uh, you can click on that. And yeah, that's it. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. If I haven't said it already, I wish you a happy new year. I wish you guys nothing but the best for 2024. And I hope, uh, you know, all your all your uh, goals come, uh, all your goals are accomplished and anything you want to do in 2024 uh, is done. All right. I will see you guys next week on another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. Take care. All right. Cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.